0: Capturing the World Hey what's going on y'all, this is David Carmichael II And before we get into our new episode, I want to tell you about my brand, Capture the World Capture the World is a black owned streetwear brand from Hampton, Virginia Capture the World represents the young generation of creatives around the world Next up are millennials and generation Z What is a creative? A creative can be described as an individual that sees the world differently from everyone else A creative can be looked at as a leader or a person that influences people with their gifts and talents. A creative uses their gift from God, not for money and fame, but for the greater good of the world. A creative thinks outside of the box and brings innovation in the world. Anyone from the young generation can be considered creative and capture the world. But those people that are ambitious, passionate, and have perseverance are the only ones that can bring their gifts and talents into fruition and capture the world. Are you a creative? Do you want to capture the world? Capture World Apparel plans to provide the highest quality high fashion and give a unique look. You can visit our website at www.capturetheworldapparel.com. The world is yours. Capture it. This episode was recorded on July 29th, 2020. y'all, this is your boy, David Carmichael II, and this is another episode of the Caption World Podcast. I have another great special guest, man. He goes by the name of Jacoby Waters. He has a mentorship program called Young Men of Distinction, founded on May 3rd, 2019. Their model is helping create generational wealth and empowerment. It's a young mentor program for young men from second to twelfth grade. And I also want to give a shout out to all of our Spotify listeners, all of our Apple Podcast listeners, all of our YouTube listeners. Uh, I just appreciate y'all continuing to walk rock with us. Um, you know, if you haven't already, please subscribe, leave a review, and um, tell everyone you know about the podcast. I appreciate y'all. So yeah, again, man, introducing to Kobe Waters. He has a mentorship program called Young Man of Distinction. How you doing today, bro?
1: Can't
0: complain, can't complain. That's great, bro. That's great. So, um, what area are you based out of again? Uh, we're based out of West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay, cool, cool, man. So, um, let's, you know, get a little background about yourself, man. Um, You know, as far as, you know, what school you went to and, you know, growing up and uh, you grew up in Florida, right? Or oh, that's where you reside uh, now? Uh, now
1: I'm born and raised Florida boy.
0: Okay, cool, man. So, like, um, what school did you go to down there?
1: Uh, so for high school, I went to Palm Beach Gardens High School and then I went to Florida A&M University uh, when I graduated college with my bachelor's of Bachelor's of Science in Music.
0: Okay, facts, facts. Um, so what made you want to start a uh, mentorship program?
1: What made me want to start it was the just the climate of young men today. Mm-hmm. And how I grew up, I grew up with a strong foundation of male figures in my life. And I wanted to be able to go back to the basics with where a village raised, raised a child. So through all the you know, male figures that was in my life that was positive, so I wanted to be able to bestow that wisdom and great knowledge to the, the generation behind me. So that's
0: how Young middle Distinction was born. Okay, facts, facts, bro. So I know your motto is helping create generational wealth and empowerment. Um, That kind of already explains itself, but um, what more can you add to that that statement? And how, you know, as far as helping create generational wealth and empowerment?
1: So... I'm only uh, 31 years old, but I didn't really get into the whole mind frame of generational wealth until my son was born, which was almost three years ago. So me being in my late 20s, now I'm thinking about generational wealth. I was like, I'm almost, I'm now 31, thinking about generational wealth. What if I bestow this, this knowledge to, to the younger generation behind me? So Mm -hmm. they get their mind for it. By the time they're my age, they already have a trust fund for their children and their children's children, for them to be able to leave tangible, tangible wealth behind. Not only financial, but it can be a lot of tangible items. Like for instance, the nonprofit organization I started, uh, my son can take it over. It's mine. Right. I own this. You know, I own this. This is something that he can carry and pass on through through the family legacy.
0: Facts, facts. Um, so, like when you started your um, nonprofit, um, do you like have a team, like a, um, a board board members and stuff like that?
1: Yes, I have uh, five members on the board right now. That, as my team, including myself, is six people. So, which is very supported by friends and family. And it wasn't for them, you know, that they keep me going, as well as the boys that's currently in the program. They keep me going. They keep me motivated to strive for greatness for them.
0: That's a fact, bro. Um, So, when you got, when you started your board, like, how did, Did you, like, ask them to be on board, or did it already, like, was already supporting you, you know, once you had your idea?
1: I had to ask, and once I told them the vision behind the the group, then they couldn't say no.
0: Right, right.
1: I came out with a a laid-out plan, and they just went along with it.
0: Okay, okay, so... So, like, what, what other stuff did you have to do to get that started? Like, what kind of uh, paperwork did you have to do? Did you go through someone that had the knowledge to get your, your stuff ready for your nonprofit, or did you do some of that yourself?
1: Uh, A lot of it was through a third party organization to get us incorporated first in the state of Florida. But then, and to get uh, the 501c3 all uh, filled out, that was all through a third party that handled that but as far as everything else after that i've been learning as i as i've been going
0: okay so how did you um go by getting like grants and, and stuff to help your your business your nonprofit?
1: profit uh that's currently the challenge obstacle we face now because we're still a new organization and a lot of the big funders they look for Stability. They look for how long we can last. Okay, we made it a year. Okay, can I last for two? So, right now, I would say the funding is heavily supported by me.
0: Okay. So when it comes to you know helping these young men become great, um, what kind of events have you have you done any events yet, or do you have anything coming up that you plan on doing? I know it's, all this COVID stuff is going on, but. What do you plan on doing, and what have you already done so far?
1: So this year, uh, we was going to have a State of the Black Male Summit, but around the time COVID hit, we had to postpone, and I just took the opportunity to kind of do a reset, and we, I hosted a Father's Love Language series, which uh, we actually have our last part three this Friday at 8 p.m., and it's going to be on Facebook Live as well as our YouTube channel. And then once we finish that series, our next event is going to be September 19th, which is a Saturday at 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. And it's called Reset to Rise.
0: Okay. So when it comes to these events and these kids are participating, uh, how do you uh, reach out to find these kids that want to be a part of this program?
1: So, how I reach out is through referrals, through different um, agencies. I uh, Right now, I'm partnering with United Way to uh, recruit young men to the group now, as well as asking my returning members to recruit members into the group now.
0: Okay, okay. So, um, how many kids do you have like overall that, that are part of it right now?
1: Right now, we're at 15.
0: Okay, sounds good. So my next question is, as far as going back to the generational wealth thing, um, you know, because I, I had a previous episode about that. It's one of my like early episodes when I started my podcast. Um, you know, as far as generational wealth, what you know, what can we actually do to continue to create that? I guess trend of passing stuff down to kids so i know you say you're gonna you plan on passing now and nonprofit not to your son uh what what can we do in the black community to, to continue to you know increase increase this trend of generational wealth throughout different families
1: i would say first just edu- educate uh, educate would be the number one thing and if you don't know you won't just don't know but if you educate yourself and you know, just look at the the time of uh, look at ownership. Like my boys, that's why I appreciate them. Is a lot of them say they want to be athletes. Say, so why not own on that team that you're playing for? So I get them into the mind. and We start talking ownership and start talking about just owning something that that is yours that you can carry and pass on from generation to generation. And, you know, that's how we can really start implementing into our communities now, as well as just, you know, like I said, if our, I'll say my generation, we start the trend of reaching back to the younger generation, when they get our age in the next 10 years, we then they'll do the same thing to the generation behind them. We need to start that cycle now of being able to help our younger generation Progress forward, so then we you know, like see really see the fruits of our
0: labor. Right, right. So, like, cause there's some people like you might you know some some kids might have parents that don't even have nothing that they can even pass down to their kids. So how can we even how can we set up? How can we help those parents? You know, um, create just not even. You know, cause a lot of it's a lot of um, you know, black communities, man, that's struggling and trying to do their best to support their kids, but it's like the jobs and the the, the lifestyle they have, they can't even afford to even pass anything down. So, like, you know, how much of it of that do you think is the system, like systematic racism, or you know, things like that? Like, how can we get around it? Is it more of just you know, the political aspect of we got to do more for the community to even, you know, to help us create wealth to pass down to our kids. Like what, what solution do you see for that?
1: Well, I do feel like systemic racism do play a part into where we at currently. Um, Right now we are 400 years behind the curve, but we have so much that's, uh, tangible us, we have technology. we have the education. We have to like take that time to really educate ourselves to really look at the landscape of do we want to continue to live like this or do we just want to continue to live to t- continue to not hold people accountable? Um, we continue to blame our to blame other people for where we are currently because at this point, uh, we we can we control right now the power, especially what's going on now we control it so but it's only it's on us to be able to execute execute thoroughly our plans and what we want to achieve. So I definitely say for our parents, this is where again I say my our generation educate our parents on. You know, I know you didn't leave nothing for me, but this is how they still have a chance. Mm-hmm. I feel like our parents still have a chance to, because they didn't know, because they learned from our grandparents. So it's all about breaking the cycle. If the cycle can break with us, then we're starting a, a whole new movement where by the time we're where our grandparents' age, we you know our you know our grandkids are set for set for life as well as our great our great
0: grandkids right yeah i agree because you know like you were saying it's always two sides to to the coin man as far as you know we are 400 years behind and you know we still are fighting against systematic racism and just racism in general but you know on the other side of the coin, we still have a lot of information that we can, I mean, information is out there. We just got to go out and get it. And the stuff that we learn, you know, we got to try to pass that down to people younger than us and people that's older than us and people that's our age too, you know, because we can't really expect every single person to go out and get the education. Sometimes people just need someone else to teach them, you know, the right way. And, um, you know, we in a better, a more better time than ever, even though a lot of bad stuff is going on still. But as far as information is out there more than ever, you know, you don't have to go to the library to find a book about this and that. You can just Google it, research it, um, you know, educate your other brothers and sisters about what's going on. Um, you know, we have a lot of tools that can, you know, that can help us be great. During these times And you know I've been seeing that a lot From a lot of black entrepreneurs Like this podcast You know highlights a lot of black entrepreneurs I mean I highlight all entrepreneurs But the majority of my of my hosts I mean of my guests are black entrepreneurs So just saying that man it's, That's me saying it's a change Coming about our generation And a lot of people are starting businesses And teaching fi- Financial literacy And you know just things like that you know, I feel like we do have the tools to, you know, create something bigger and better for our for our race. You know, um, but you know, I commend everything you do, man, and what you got going on. And um, I agree. Like, if we all just work together, we can, you know, um, take off the chains, the chains of, you know, financial illiteracy and the stuff that we've been behind on for so for so long. But um but yeah bro like so what what advice can you give to any other young entrepreneurs was out there that are trying to start their own business like what would you say to them?
1: I would say to them trust the process um it will be it will have its ups and downs but continue to believe in what you know what you want to do For instance when I get discouraged, I remember my wife, and why I started Young Men of Distinction. You always focus on your why, and it won't stay you wrong.
0: Okay, cool, cool. So um, this is another question that I ask all of my guests, man. And um, it's a real broad question, but let's answer the best you can. Um, How do you plan to capture the world?
1: I plan on capturing the world by making a difference and impacting the world through our culture as African Americans. And I believe by right now, I'm starting with the young men, but my goal is to also help our ladies. And my goal is by when I leave this earth, if I'm able, when I leave this earth, I can say, you know, I did a job well done with changing the scope of how Society views our young men How society views our Our African American queens If I can do that You know then you know I can say I can leave this earth happy and say Job well done
0: Facts bro facts man um, And by the way like I got My own non-profit too it's called um, Ballers for Scholars And I've been It's, it's me and four Other people yeah, four the people, so five of us in total. And um, we've been doing this since 2017. We officially became a nonprofit in 2018. But, um, like, our big event is, like, a basketball tournament that we do. We haven't, you know, of course, we wasn't able to do it this year because of COVID, um, but we do it every August. It's called the Balls for Scholars Basketball Tournament. And basically what, you know, Balls for Scholars means is, you know, like, You know, the term we use, you know, a baller is somebody that has a lot of money, flashy cars, flashy jewelry, but we try to, um, you know, change that word to represent anything. You know, you can be a baller if you're a doctor, lawyer, engineer, artist, whatever you do. So, but we use sports as a way to kind of bring the kids in and just get them something to do. So we use the basketball tournament for the kids and adults and the money that we raise for that goes towards like kids school supplies and um, scholarships for kids and stuff like that. And we take them on like college tours. We do mentorship programs. Um, just anything that we can do to, to help them reach whatever goal they want to do and let them know that, you know, you don't have to just be a basketball player, singer, rapper, actor to be successful. You can be successful in anything that you want to do and anything that you see somebody else doing, you can do it as well. So, you know, Um, hopefully you know once all this COVID ends man maybe we can partner up and you know maybe we can come down to Florida and help you do some stuff that you got going on and you know we based out of Virginia so you know uh, if you plan on coming up here bring your kids you know they can play basketball and um, yeah I feel like that would be a great thing bro absolutely absolutely because I
1: have a few hoopers on the (laughs) well they, they say they can hoop so I have a few hoopers that's in the group now uh they can't beat me so I, i'll sit in the sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a fact bro but yeah definitely definitely got to bring them up here and see what they got you know what they got to offer and see if they really can hoop um but yeah what's um do you have any social medias for your for your nonprofit or anything you want to shout out
1: sure uh on facebook we're a young man of distinction on Instagram, we are Young Men of Distinction 19 uh, If you want to support the organization, um, our cash app is ymod0919, uh, dollar sign ymod0919. And our website, if you want to find out more information about joining, is youngmenofdistinction.org
0: Okay, facts, bro, facts. I'm going to definitely try to check y'all out. Like I said before, you know, once all this COVID is over and we can start doing, you know, bigger gatherings, man, I definitely want to collaborate with you and see what we can do together and help, you know, help our community, man. Like I said before, you know, whatever we can provide, whatever service we can provide to help our people, man, we got to make sure we're doing it. And um any education that we, you know, that we found out about, We want to pass that down. You know, we don't want to withhold any information from our people. It's just, you know, education is key, man. Like, I know we always are pushing education, education, but that's very important. You know, we got to know these things and we got to make sure people around us know it, too. So we just got to do our best to help our people, man. And, um, you know, it's going to take time. But, you know, once we get older, we'll see the fruits of our labor, man. And we'll see, like, people that, you know, we help, they're helping people, too. So it's kind of like a domino effect you want to help somebody else and then they want to help somebody else and just keep bringing each other up. And, um, but yeah, only time will tell, man. Yes, sir. But, um, to Colby, man, Jacoby waters. I appreciate you being a part of this podcast. Um, I also want to give another shout out to all of our Spotify listeners, Apple podcast listeners, YouTube listeners. Thank y'all for continuing to rock with us again. And like I said before, please hit that subscribe button, Please. Pass on the podcast and let people know about the podcast. Um, a lot of these previous episodes has a lot of good information on just entrepreneurship in general, man. So, just continue to check out our episodes. We have plenty of great content to come. And, um, this is your host, David Carmichael II. This is another episode of Caps World Podcast. You have a good one. Y'all be safe. Peace.